0: Hey, what is up, Miami Dolphins fans? It is Bark. I'm coming back at you, and I'm sorry, so sorry, that it has been a while. Been a while since I recorded Dolphins Podcast. So whiny. So, so whiny. So anyways, thank you guys for joining. It has been roughly a month since I put out an episode of the Backroad Dolphins Show, and once again... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but it's a great time to talk fins because there's some bad news in the air. To me, it's bad news. And let me start out by saying, if you think this guy is not going to improve this team, you have been smoking a little too much of the dolphin flavored reefer. Smoking too much of it. So Cam Newton Cameron newton has signed with the patriots a one year deal and make no doubt about it he's going to be the starter cam newton will be the starter they will let jarrett stidham develop a little more there's no reason to sign cam if jarrett stidham is ready to go you don't need a mentor brian hoyer would be fine as a mentor cam newton's going to start as long as he's healthy Cam Newton is the guy for that team. Now, what does this mean? It means a lot. It means Miami is no given to beat the Patriots even one time. If Cam Newton is healthy, automatically, he is the best quarterback in the division. Automatically. No doubt about it. Best quarterback in the division. Josh Allen, really close second. Those two You know, Josh Allen could make the step up while Cam fades. Who knows? Cam's 31. But Cam Newton is absolutely still a good quarterback. This is a massive get for the Patriots, which we all thought it could happen eventually. The longer things went on, the cheaper they were going to get him. Cam Newton will start for the Patriots, and it will make them more dangerous. There is absolutely no doubt about it. But think about things. Did you ever imagine a world where Tom Brady was a Tampa Bay Buccaneer and Cam Newton was a New England Patriot. Did you ever imagine that could happen? I, for one, did not. I did not. So I did some uh, a breakdown of Miami's schedule and kind of predicted their record, and now I'm just not so sure. This could change greatly, but I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to roll with this schedule prediction that I've got here. So a little bit of old news. It does turn out that Chad O'Shea, the reason he was fired is because his offense was too complex with the personnel that Miami had last year. A lot of young guys, a lot of guys that had never played in a complex system. And apparently Chad O'Shea tried to do too much fancy bullshit. So Chad O'Shea was out. Now there was some Rosen trade interest Weeks ago, before all this Rona really, you know, got rolling, maybe maybe it was still rolling. Maybe it was rolling just fine, but there was some Rosen interest. I haven't heard anything else about any Josh Rosen interest since about four or five weeks ago. The NFL, the league has went dead. There's just not much going on besides this Cam Newton deal that happened. So, there's that. Now let's talk about the schedule. So in week one, we got the Patriots, assuming we're going to play football. We have the Patriots and Cam Newton, Cam Newton's Patriots, which is just crazy. I mean, this team, okay, there's, this is the perfect scenario for the Patriots. You have technically no big name wide receivers, your wide receivers are just kind of eh. Nikhil Harry's just kind of eh. Julian Edelman's pretty old. I mean, he's still good, but he's pretty old. But you have Sony Michelle, Damian Harris, James White, uh, Burkhead, Rex Burkhead. Like, technically, you have what you need to be a running team, a run-first team. And then you add Cam, who I believe the Patriots have no qualms about running the tires completely bald on that guy why not you sign him to a one-year deal there's no he's not your future so to speak unless he really blows it out of the water and you think he can play till he's 40 but you could run him into the ground you could hand the ball off to him you don't have to hand the ball he take you can snap the ball to cam and he'll run it all day long so it's a perfect scenario in my opinion for a team that I don't think they have an offensive identity but they can they can get one it can be an rpo type identity so run pass option just in case you know someone out there is like what the hell is he talking about star wars and three rpo no that's three cpo i'm talking about the run pass option so maybe this is what cam does maybe cam brings A hard-nosed quarterback running game to a team that's personnel looks to be more set up for the run game. That being said, week one, Patriots. I originally had this as a win for Miami and I'm going to stick with that. It's a win for Miami. I don't think Cameron Newton comes in week one and just knows what to do. We may not even have training camp. We may not even have a week one. But assuming we do, I'm going to stick with my prediction of the of Miami over the Patriots 1-0. A great start for Miami, 1-0. Next we've got the Bills. Bills are week 2. I have this chalked up as a loss. I think Josh Allen and the Bills are going to win this division and I think Miami's going to quickly remember how not close they are to winning the division. The Bills are going to show them you're not quite there yet, kids. Bills over Miami. Record stands at one and one through two weeks. The next week, we have the Jags. I'm sorry. I see no scenario where that's a loss because the Jags, I believe, will be picking first overall. Miami, two and one. Win over the Jags. Week four. Seattle Seahawks. This is one of my pre-season Super Bowl picks. I think the I think the Seahawks have what they need. To go all the way. So again, I've got this chalked up as another loss and Miami falling to two and two, two and two, not a bad start to the season for a team that basically was set to be the worst team in the league last year. Didn't quite shake out like that, but they weren't one of the best either. So a loss to the Seattle Seahawks, two and two. Next we have the Niners. I don't see Miami beating the Niners. I'm sorry. We have optimism. We have hope. We're not beating the Niners and the Seahawks. It's a rough start to the season. Technically, we could be one and four very easily, but I believe we lose to the Niners and go two and three. The Broncos are next. Everyone's all excited about Drew Locke and all these weapons that the Broncos have. I'm excited about those weapons too, but Drew Locke actually has to be Good. He actually has to be good. I don't think we can take what he did last year and just assume that he's just going to be all that in a bag of chips. I think Miami wins over the Denver Broncos and evens their record out at three and three. I just don't think the Broncos are going to be rip roaring ready to go from week one. I think it's a late season surge kind of thing for the Broncos that might get them a wild card shot. The Chargers are next. And I believe we can beat the Chargers as well. I'm not afraid of Tyrod Taylor. I'm not afraid of any running back on that team. I know that Austin Eckler was good. Melvin Gordon's not there. Eckler's going to have to do it all alone. Yeah, they got Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly from UCLA, but I still think there is not anything to be afraid of on that Chargers team with Mr. Tyrod at the helm. Miami wins and moves to 4-3 and three on the record. The Rams are next. I think the Rams are going to bounce back in a fairly big way. I think the Rams are still a good team. That being said, I think Miami starts to hit their stride a little bit midseason, and they get a mirage of a win to put them at 5-3 and three over the Rams. And I think this team is thinking, this is where we turn it all around. We just beat the Rams. We're on a three-game win streak. Broncos, Chargers, Rams took care of them, took care of business. Then we run into the Arizona Cardinals. Make no mistake about it. I think the Cardinals are going to be a very, very improved team. I think Kyler Murray is the second coming. Cardinals win, knocking us down to 5-4. and four. A good start still, 5-4, and four, nothing wrong with that. That's great if you're a Miami fan. That's Jay Fiedler level era. Jay Fiedler could have taken us. He did take us to five and four a few times. We're right back there. Thank you, Jay Fiedler, for giving us hope. So I think the the Dolphins lose to the Cardinals. I just really like the Cardinals this year. I like everything about them. I think they take a leap forward. Then we go to the Jets. We got the Jets right after the Cardinals. We're five and four. We go to the Jets that we just beat earlier in the season. I got news for you. Sam Darnold and Lev Bell and that new wide receiver cast, they're not going to let us beat them twice. So we lose to the Jets. We're 5-5 five and five at this point. You know what? I said we beat the Jets earlier. That was the Jags. Maybe my writing, my handwriting should get a lot better. So we lose to the Jets initially. We turn around and play them again the next week. Surely we can figure out a way to split this series So I got us marked down as a win, 6-5. and Don't want to lose to the Jets twice. Do whatever we have to do to make it not happen. I say we because, yes, I'll don a helmet. I'll go out there and do what I got to do. Next, we are uh, playing the Bengals. Joe Burrow's Bengals. This is possibly Tua versus Joe Burrow. Very possibly Tua versus Joe Burrow. I think we lose to the Bengals. I think we hit a little skid there at the back end of the season and we are right at six and six Bengals are going to be better than most people are giving them credit for. And no matter what we've done to this Miami dolphins roster, yes, we, I put on a GM hat and helped. I just don't think we're there yet. The optimism is going to be too high as dolphins fans. If there's one thing we should have learned, it is to be pessimistic. It is to be reserved cautious be on the lookout look behind your back someone's there someone's trying to get you that's what it's like being a Dolphins fan we play the Chiefs after the Bengals do I have to say what I think is going to go down here don't think I do Miami six and seven another loss then we're going right back to New England I had this as a win I felt like we could beat the Patriots twice with Cam Newton in tow I don't think we can, but I'm going to stick with my original prediction. We went over the Patriots and we even back up at seven and seven. You see where this is going here. I think we can all see where this is going here. Then we got the Raiders. I'm not afraid of the Raiders. They have like the pieces. They have defensive pieces and their offense has some pieces too, but I'm just not convinced that Derek Carr and Henry Rugg, Ruggs, are going to just be that great. I'm not convinced. Josh Jacobs is a fine running back. I'm not convinced he's a game-winning running back. So I think we went over the Raiders at 8-7. and seven. Do you see where this is going? Hopefully you do. Then we've got the Bills. Yes, I don't think we will beat the Bills at all in 2020. The Bills are going to win the division, unless Cam Newton... Gets acclimated really quickly to that Patriots team and is 100% healthy and is the cam that we all know he can be. The Bills will win that division. 8-8 and is what I have Miami at for the season. That may not be that exciting to some folks, but we won five games. A three-game improvement is not bad. And let's not forget, it's all about Tua in 2021, assuming he doesn't play that much in 2020. 2021 is where we're going to have our roster actually built to succeed. Now, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that Miami overperforms, outdoes what the experts say they're going to do. And that's possible because Brian Flores, I believe, is the best coach to lead this team. So it could happen. My predictions could be way wrong. But the fact remains, it's a tough schedule. There's no doubt about it. It is a tough schedule. Eight and eight seems fair. Totally seems fair with the schedule that they have. Now you got Cam Newton back. I really am thinking seven and nine, but ignore that I said that. Just roll with my original prediction of eight and eight. So that's the show for today. Wanted to talk about Cam, wanted to talk about the schedule, wanted to talk about how I think. It was how I think, how I thought it would all shake out. No, think is the right word. How I think it'll shake out. And that's how I think it'll shake out. I don't expect playoffs from this Dolphins team. I think that's asking too much. So eight and eight again, I hope like hell I'm wrong. I'm still going to be watching every minute of every game. Assuming there is one or 16, hoping that I am wrong, but listen, Again, we are Dolphins fans, cautiously optimistic Dolphins fans. Don't get hyped up like the Browns have the past two years. Don't do it. Don't let it creep in. You can't bring in a bunch of rookies and all of a sudden go to the Super Bowl. That's not the way it works. I know we brought in free agents. I know they're going to help us. But free agents sometimes take time to acclimate to the system as well. Free agents don't always just come in and blow it out of the water. That's why there's a term called free agent bust. So be cautiously optimistic, Dolphins fans. And I will talk to you guys soon. Peace out. Stay safe. 8 and 8.